Blog Talk Radio. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 27, 35, 47, 48. And those are the winning lottery numbers. If y'all would just tune in. To Chew Radio, we can give you the winning lottery number. Bet you that would get our subscribers up. <laughs> I know. Keep talking. Um, which one we talk about? Just, just keep talking. Keep talking. Uh, Uncle Randy told me to keep talking, so I'm going to just keep talking. I ain't really got much to say right now, but uh, I'm going to just keep talking. There we go. Yeah, that, that, that's it. That's it. That's what I need. Yeah, you like that. That's that. Yeah, that's what you want right there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that boy, that boy, you don't know nothing about that boy. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Hey, hey, I'm have to learn him something. You get your notebooks out, boy. I'm about to school you. You go ahead and act out of line. I'm going to fool you. You know what I'm talking about? The only way that you can control people is by keeping them in ignorance. The world needs to wake up and understand that what's happening right now is an illusion and it's going to mandate other things coming down, which is include RF chips. Everybody's going to have mandated vaccinations so that they can track the, those people and know who's been vaccinated, who's not been vaccinated. Stanford came out with a study a couple of days ago. The Stanford study said this shows that the rate of death from COVID-19 is no different from influenza. That's what the study showed. Do you know what mainstream reported? That the study showed this is more rampant than anywhere else on the planet. Uh, it's, it's more rampant than we thought. Well, of course it is. I think the entire population of the world has been exposed to it. But they didn't focus on that part. Of, they just said to the study, the Stanford study said that we think it's more, much more widespread, but the death rate is no different than flu. And in fact, that's based upon the data that they're giving, the data that's being reported for cause of death. But you know the memes right now. You fall out of a plane without a parachute, cause of death, COVID-19. You get shot in the head, COVID-19 kills you. You have a heart attack, COVID-19. They're putting the cause of death as COVID-19 for almost everything right now. And you know we've heard this type of information before. Some would call it conspiratorial. Some would say it's rhetoric. But look, right now, you would have to be blind and deaf to not recognize that what is happening is not normal and it's not justified. And because they can't justify the numbers, they're now manipulating the numbers. They're now adding numbers to it. In other words, the number of deaths weren't sufficient to justify this, so they're now having nurses and doctors change death certificates after the patients have died. The only way that you can control people is by keeping them in ignorance. But as soon as a person becomes empowered with knowledge, the one thing is that nobody can control you once you are aware. You cannot be victimized once you're aware and once you've been empowered with knowledge. When a surgeon wears a mask and when a nurse wears a mask with a critical patient, we're not wearing that mask to protect ourselves. When you're doing open heart surgery, you're placing a knee or you're doing some kind of you know, hernia Ladies repair, you're wearing the mask so you don't move, you don't spit, you don't cough, you don't sneeze into that open surgery. Because you're keeping it sterile. All right? We are back in full effect, ladies and gentlemen, trying to get through. Everything is set up for right? we know that stress the decreases the cortisol, which is the stress hormone, which decreases and the you mood. already know who it is. It's Christopher J, aka the intellectual irritant, aka Mr. I'm him. Uh oh. So act like you know. Uh oh. Listen, we got we got a very special guest that's gonna be joining us in a little bit. But um before we bring the guest on and before 
I do anything else. You know I like to promote businesses and things and people that we support here on the Chew on That Show. And y'all know the first person I'm going to say. Shout out to Zoe Williams. Go get the relationship dismount. And the holographic relationship, which you can find on IamZoeWilliams.com. That is IamZoeWilliams.com. Zoe is spelled Z-O, by the way. Do not put an E at the end of that. You will be highly disappointed. <laughs> highly disappointed. Um, today's topic, we're going to get into all that after I do my this segment. Y'all know what it's called. It's books and business segment. I want y'all to go to the website. And the website, okay, hold on one second, ladies and gentlemen. The website, I'm going to pull it up in a second. Hold on one second, I'm going to pull it up. The website that I want everyone to go check out is called MediaJustice.org. Go to MediaJustice.org. This organization is an organization that I love dearly. Um, they've helped me personally in this fight against uh, illegal surveillance by the FBI. Um, they were the ones that got me connected to the ACLU lawyers who have been, we've been fighting hand-in-hand hand because individuals do not have millions of dollars to fight the FBI in court and legal fees. So why don't we go get the ACLU lawyers that take care of that and handle that for us. Now, we have been doing everything. We've had meetings at the Capitol. We've, we've done things on the Hill. We've uh, filed FOIA requests, uh, which, by the way, mine won't get uh responded to because I still have a secret clearance, top secret clearance, and they will not be able to redact the things that they have redacted in that report. If you don't believe me, go do your own research. I want you to go to nsa.gov, cia.gov, go to whistleblower.org and do your own research on why a lot of Pete whistleblowers don't get FOIA requests delivered to them. And you'll see exactly why we fight the way we do. Anyway, with that being said, go to MediaJustice.org. They have a lot going on. As you can see, they, they have their news that they do. Uh, you can have to join them. You can join the movement. Um, the director that I met, Maisha Hayes, um, and a guy who was the former director uh, was the one who did all the introduction for me. Um, and it says it right here, media justice is leading the fight for racial, gender, and economic equity in the digital age. Did you know that last Thursday, the FBI passed the the, guy, the 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 house voted on a bill and the FBI passed um the bill saying that the FBI can actually go to your internet service provider 
without probable cause, without a warrant, and get your browser history for the last two years. And that means that they can see exactly what you've been surfing and, and, and researching on the Internet, and they can pick on you based on that information. They can do arrests based upon the, the information they gather from your web browser because they still have labeled people black identity extremists. That's still there. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know if you're watching on YouTube, there is a bandwidth problem, not with True Radio, but with the entire state of Maryland that we are in, which is why the new stimulus bill, the HERO Act, has broadband issues inside the budget. Because, again, the government controls your connectivity to the World Wide Web. Yes, they do which is why your Internet service provider is just that. They provide you a service that connects you to the Internet. And if they're struggling, how do you think you're going to get connected? Do you realize that rich people don't even use the World Wide Web? They have their own Internet browsing system, just like the military, just like the agencies, and so on and so forth. Anyway, go to mediajustice.org. Support that movement people, if you don't support the movement, I don't know what's wrong with you. Maybe you were smacked as a child. Maybe you were not given that much attention. Who knows? Who cares? At the end of the day, support the movement. Lastly, I want to uh, give a, another book that I want you guys to go buy. It's Message to the Millennials by Riza Islam. Shout out to Riz. Uh, Riza Islam is actually his last name, by the way. Um, if you are a part of the Nation of Islam, you would call him Riza Islam X because he received his X. Just like a lot of brothers in the nation have received their X. Anyway, with that being said, we're going to take a quick 2.2-minute break. When I come back, I'm going to introduce the guests. We're going to dive into the topic we're going to dive into discussion. We are going to discuss something very, very important and very, very interesting, especially for the time that we are living in right now. I'm not going to give you all of the topic, but I will say this. Can we, as human beings, really, truly be governed? <sighs> That's a snippet. Not the topic. We'll be right back after this quick two point two. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that, a.k.a. Mr. Slap, your grandpappy, because your grandmother was acting up. 
Yeah, not mine. But it's your boy, Christopher J, a.k.a. The Intellectual Irritant, a.k.a. Mr. I'm Him. Uh-oh. Act like you know. Act like you know. And we have a very special guest on the line, Miss LeBond. Hello, gentlemen. It is, uh, my name is, I'm good, thank you. My name is Sherilyn Harley LeBone. LeBone. I love, see, I knew that. I was close to it. It's about time. It's about time. I got the right name, right? Listen, LeBone. LeBone. How you doing this fine evening? I'm wonderful. How are you gentlemen doing? You know, I can't complain. I'm just living every day one lay at a time oh like everybody god. else. Oh my god. Listen. Look, what you read? There you go. I just I, I I like to be cordial. Now, before I even give tonight's topic, I want you to tell the people a little bit about yourself, what you've done. Um what you currently are doing um, before I introduce the topic so that they can understand that you actually stand some ground in this conversation in which we will be dialoguing. Okay. So I am a lawyer um, with a background in the intersection of business and politics and have spent 20 years um, helping companies and individuals and elected officials navigate a complicated legislative and regulatory process. And I am currently a partner at a law firm in the Washington, D.C. metro area. And my practice area includes uh, business, government contracting, and nonprofit law. And most recently, I've been very um, active since COVID, helping businesses navigate small business administration um, regulations and helping them get and access PPP loans. So she thorough. She sounds thorough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she so so. Now mind you, you can't get the SBA loan and all these other loans if your business is not intact. If your business is not intact. Um, I don't know how we're defining intact, but um, the purpose of the payroll protection program loans is for businesses to keep their employees employed during an eight-week period. Because as you can imagine, with COVID, um, we want to make sure that employers have the incentive and the money to keep their employees employed, because if not, everyone's going to be applying for unemployment. And we prefer that we give those incentives to small business owners so that they can keep their employees on the payroll. Wonderful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, you did some politicking yourself as well. You worked for... Some I political figures. I did. I believe it was. I what I believe it was the Bush administration you were under as well. I did. Yeah, and I worked in the yep. Small Business Administration. I absolutely yes. did. 
And my job um, is one of the best jobs I think anyone could ever have because my job was to help people make their dreams come true. Uh-oh, 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 make them dreams come true. Now, wait a minute. Did you make your dreams come true before I get into the topic and the discussion? It was a dream job, really, because I got to work with all of these great small business owners all over the country and to help them really get the resources that they need to grow their businesses. Because after all, you know, small businesses are the backbone of the U.S. economy. It's not Ford, it's not GM, it's not Apple, it's not Facebook. It is Uh-oh. businesses that employ fewer than 50 people. That's the backbone of the U.S. economy. Okay, okay. Now, the topic for today is politics good or bad for us? I have four main points of discussion. I call them questions Wait that a minute. bring about. Wait a minute. I thought we, I thought we were talking about small business. How are we talking about there. politics? It, it, That's new to me. That's if you new let to me, me set up my show, if okay. you let me set up okay. my show, you will see <laughs> that it's in there. Thank you. Yeah. So back, back to what I was saying before the guest interrupted the setup of the show. <laughs> Um, based upon the etymology of the word population and democracy is having a a political structure good for us that's point one point two if the system was designed in a specific way why do we say that it's broken point three how Hmm. can blacks in america establish their own independence and governmental structure Point four, currency. What is it? How can we change it? Can we establish our own businesses in this current economic system? And will they be successful after the pandemic is over? Those are the four points I want to touch on today because I want the outcome to be that we can show people that they can actually pursue their dreams during a pandemic and come out on the better side of things during this pandemic. All they need is guidance. All they need is the willpower to go about and get it. But how can they get it unless they know the games and the rules in the game in which they are about to play? A lot of people are afraid to step out and be entrepreneurs or business owners or even have careers in politics, um, in the political field, or anything like that, because one, they they don't have they they don't they haven't harnessed the willpower yet, or secondly, they need guidance, or thirdly, they don't think that it's possible the way that the system is designed at this current moment. Special guest, I'm throwing it to you first to to chime in for a moment. Christopher J., my co-host, I'm throwing it to you after that, because I have a lot to say on this topic. So let's get into it. Ms. LeBron. Okay, so let's start with, there were four questions, I believe. Let's start with the first question, if you can give that okay. to me again. All right? Okay, so basically. 
based upon the etymology of the word population and democracy, mm-hmm. is having a political structure actually good for us? So I throw back the question to you. What does it look like if we don't have the current political structure? What are the alternatives? So based upon the etymology of the word population, which comes from the Latin word populoso, which means a group of unlearned sheep or a herd of unlearned cattle, however you want to transliterate it, the word democracy, the etymology of that word, democracy, which means the rulership of demons or demonic rule. If you were to place that and, and place that and think about having a political structure based upon those two words, which we seem to always use, we live in a democracy and we're always doing things that's, that's good for the population. I think with the etymology of those two words, because you have to remember, words are spells. Every word is a spell. It influences things in the environment, the atmosphere, our mindset, etc. In fact, which is why if you say a bad word, they say that you're cursing, because words, language is just a spell. So if we're using these words in our political structure, I think that the political structure that we are in should be revamped and re, re, redone in a way where we could actually, the people could actually structure the political game. Because right now, it's, these are the people you have a choice to choose from. This is what's going on. Choose A or B. Choose this. It's like right. we don't have a choice. Now, mind you, this type of political structure is very young in human history. Um, so that's why I pose the question. Now I throw it back to you, my beloved guest. Based on the mm-hmm. etymology of those words, do you think that a political structure is good for us? So I look at it as um, I compare it to the other countries and political structures that we have existing in our world today. And I'm pretty pleased with what I've seen because I have lived and worked around the world. And I would much prefer the system of government in the United States compared to China, North Korea, or Russia. Okay. So often when I travel, Cuba is another one. Um, Congo, I would not want to live in the Congo. I know people in the Congo. I wouldn't want to live in the Congo. Um, So looking at that comparison, I'm pretty pleased to live in the United States. And often when I come back from traveling overseas, there's no better place I want to be than at home. So when I look at that in the geopolitical sense, um, I'm I'm quite pleased to live in America and grateful and thankful to have an American passport and to participate in our current political system. Next question. Okay. Christopher J., talk to us. All right. Uh, 
since I gotta be the intellectual irritant. Um, I'm gonna work backwards. I'm gonna work my way back to the original question by first rebuttaling what she says. Um, you're you like living in America. Is that because you've been made to feel comfortable? And by comfortable I mean complacent. As in do they create the environment for which you can grow? Um and uh, you can answer that multiple ways. Who's they? Who's they? Who's they? Create an well, environment but, for which I can grow? Who's that? Correct. So this, 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 this well, <laughs> you, you spoke of the country. That's, that's what you said, right? That you love this, this government, this country. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going out based on what I'm listening. And that, that, like, so you love, especially compared to other countries, right? Yeah, you, compared this, this, to North like, Korea, China, Russia, I'm uh, Cuba. I'm pretty right. happy so here. Let's, let's let's so let's not let's not even, let's not talk about other countries. Let's talk about here where we are, and, and you yourself and this country. Um, is this a place where you can grow, or did you or do you succumb to what's being given to you? Like, are you yourself producing change for yourself? Is are you content with where you are? I guess that's what I'm. I guess that's what I'm getting at. And if that's well, the case, I think that's a very, that... I think that's a very personal question, which is, you know, I'm not sure it's relevant to this discussion. I think it's very personal. You know, whether I'm personally happy really isn't relevant to this discussion. I don't know how that fits into the original question. Um, you know, I think let me, let me... whether someone is personally happy is really a personal question. Um, I don't know if it has I don't, to do with all these was, geopolitical in the, things. In the, in the context of what the question he was asking, it wasn't personal. It was actually guided to, in a way where um, he's at pretty much asking you as a black woman in American soil, based upon the etymology of the words population and democracy, do you think that the political structure that is in our country right now is good for us? Now, mind you, if we say, if we claim to live in a democracy, the number one thing about a democracy is that you have the ability to challenge and change it if it actually is for, uh, for, the, people. for the people. So it's not, it's not a, it's not an answer of if you're anti-government. It's a, it's a question of based upon who you are and the women that's going to listen to this show who look like you, that's what he was asking. He wasn't asking for your personal, if you were happy as far as yeah. like every day you wake yeah. up and you have a smile on your face. Yeah, I'm not concerned about we're that. Not, we're not worried about that. What we're worried about is your geopolitical viewpoint, and we're trying to lead the conversation based upon geopolitical viewpoints to how can we be productive and on starting businesses and running businesses if we if we don't really understand the political structure of our country. So again, don't take things personal. Right. Just answer the question based upon the context of how he's saying it. So I think there are a number of opportunities in the United States for people to participate in the political system. And and also, that's the first part of, I think, your question. Um, the second part, I think there are numerous opportunities for people in America to start businesses, to become entrepreneurs. They exist at the local, state, and federal level. And um, 
I think it's a matter of access to information as to whether people are able to take advantage of those opportunities. I give you that. I give you that. Not everybody's work ethic is the same. Now, the wealthy in this country, majority, not all of them, but majority of them did not get the wealth that they have to blossom in life right now based upon hard work. It was passed down generationally to them or it was set up in such a way where it was easy for them to access it. For us that have not had that privilege in American soil, what are some steps, some goals that we can actually do and what are the obstacles that we're going to face while trying to pursue those goals? Because remember, if the system was written and designed while we were still in bondage, here on this soil. So we can't say the system's broken because it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do, but there's loopholes, and that's what I'm trying to get to. What are the loopholes? How can we squeeze through the loopholes? You know what? I'm not feeling her. I just cut her off, ladies. Not feeling it. You don't come on my show and try to dictate what my, what my people are doing, what my co-host is saying. And you beating around as a black woman, I'm I'm, dis, I'm disappointed. I, I just, am extremely disappointed. I'll just say this, just off of the first the first breakdown of the, of of the whole topic. It says based on the etymology of the words population and democracy, is having a political structure good for us? Now, we clearly know who her us is because she decided to take the country itself and compare it to other countries when. We're obviously speaking. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, first of all, if you're gonna be a guest on my show, you got to be real. The moment I sniff phoniness and I try to keep giving you the benefit of the doubt, I'm cutting you off my show. We don't got time. People are dying. There, are, there are people that are suffering right now, and you want to come on the show and play around and act like there is not this system of white supremacy that's been holding us back. Yeah, we need to get off our lazy butts and do something. But guess what? What other people group does that get preached to? But if, we're, if black people are so lazy, or we need to get up and work hard, don't you realize that we labor for 400 plus years for free and built the world economic system that is collapsing right now? How dare you make it seem like America has done right or justifiably done right by us? I had a few uh, people just <laughs> send me a couple of text messages saying that uh, it's a little staticky, um, but they also P.S. and I don't like her. Yeah, she's gone. Don't worry about it. She's off the show. Uh, We're going to continue the topic. Ladies and gentlemen, I need to take a quick break. We're going to Me and Chris will continue the topic. When we come back, y'all know what it is. Call in. We're going to talk about how fake that was just now, and we're going to discuss the topic and everything based upon what me and Chris feel like needs to be discussed. And if you want to chime in, the number of the dollar is 516-531-9828. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chew, a.k.a. Mr. Chew on that, a.k.a. Mr. Don't ever come on my show and disrespect my co-host again. 
ever in your life. And it's your boy, Christopher J., a.k.a. the intellectual irritant. I guess she got irritated, so I just wanted to remind her that I'm Mr. I'm him. <laughs> you should have act like you knew. Oh, <laughs> uh, you should have act like you know. What in the... Yo, listen. First of all, thank you, people, for uh, keeping it real with us and, and being loyal to the show. I love y'all to death. Um you know, had some fans. What they say? They say they wasn't even feeling her. Yeah, they was like they they, they gave her a little check on the quality. We fixed that, I think. And then uh, they also said, "P.S. I I don't like her." A couple of people said they're not a fan of her. I'm I'm sure I can agree with the rest of the fans that even texted me personally saying her uh her responses were a little bit scripted. I'm not quite sure what face yes. she was trying to say. Yes, but this is this is uh. A platform, freedom of speech, especially if it's for your people. But and, and, and it's a platform where I don't say you can't say something. Right. I give, but one thing I'm not going to do is 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 this. I don't care if you have a difference of agreement or different viewpoints. I don't care if you are coon and I bring you on the show to expose the coonery that you are doing. My thing is this: do not disrespect Mr. Randy Chu or Christopher J. Yeah, I wasn't getting personal. Uh, on my show, I don't know you like that to get personal. If right? You ever listen to this? I, I don't. I don't know you to get personal. First of all, we have a high respect for all women. Let's let's put that out there right now. We have a we have a high respect for women. We 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 love women. I'm married. I wouldn't even have my lifestyle if I was if I didn't if women wasn't the women that they're supposed to be. Support the queen. Support the queen. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that. It's just. When you have when you have two young men who are trying to bring solutions to the community in which they were brought up in, one young man and an elder, and you, oh, you got me, and you, and you come on here with a disrespectful scripted tone. I can't do it. I can't do it. Any fans that felt like I handled that wrong, I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. There's a lot of things I need to work on personally. But guess what? The Chew on that show is a, is a free platform for everyone, and it's monetized by Randy Curtis, which is me. So I'm not going to allow myself to be censored. I'm not going to be a coon or condone coonery when... There are people out here suffering and hurting. We can't even be M&T workers or take a job down the street without people plotting on, on us or trying to put us under fake citizen arrest and, and shoot us and kill us. And we're going to act like America is the greatest country on the planet? Let's just keep it a buck. So let's go back to the topic and do this the way we know how to do this. True that. <sighs> Now, the number to dial is 516-531-9828 for those who want to call in and stress your opinions, disappointments, or whatever about the special guest or, or on the topic of the show, which is, is politics good or bad for us? Can we truly be governed? Based upon the etymology of the words population, which comes from the Latin word populoso, which means sheep or herd of unlearned cattle. 
Democracy. Democracy, which means the rulership of demons. Now, no matter if you personally experienced this or not, no matter if you've personally gone through this or not, no matter what is going on in your life or not, can you really say that we can be governed by the current political structure? Is it actually good for us? Christopher J., let's have this dialogue. Based on the foundation in which this country was built on, Nah. 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 It was direct it was we we are the foundation. But there's no credit that's gonna get given back. Um it's 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 a this country alone is a weight that's on our shoulders. Wow. Whoa. Oh, we going there tonight. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's just let's just be honest. Though. Okay. This country built on racism, slavery, extortion, ter- Ra- ter- racism, classism, sexism, terrible business. Yes. Yeah. Extortion, war, like ah, oh. nothing was ever. It was ever never really a true trade of anything. Is like things were stolen. Oh my gosh! Wow. Say more. More. <laughs> you got nah, but saying, nah, yeah, yeah. Nah, th- things, things were stolen. Things were never really earned. Yeah, yeah. And what's crazy is, if you want to look back at it, our people have more work ethic than just about any other culture there is to exist, because we were told to work. Yeah. For someone else's for someone else's come up. Yeah. And and then when. <sighs> We were beaten to sow seeds, and then when the fruits grew, we weren't allowed to eat. Wow. You know, and it's, 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 it's crazy because I brought this guest on the show, and it's Malcolm X's birthday. And my grandpappy. And Malcolm X was, was taking him and a few African leaders were actually taking the United States to the United Nations court um, to bring America up on charges um, against uh, crimes against humanity. Don't necessarily know the legal term, but that's what the, that's the chew on that breakdown of what was going on. He was a problem. And it's crazy how we say we're in a free country, but when they say you can't come outside, be in your house at 8 o'clock, put a mask on your face, social distance, how many of y'all actually was, like, questioning the order? Or did you just do it? Because they said to do it because they said, this is what's going on because they said this number of people have been killed by the coronavirus when we know that anything that's dying right now, they're labeling as coronavirus death. They are the ones who are spreading fear. They are the ones who built the company called ID2020 that wants to get everyone chipped in the world so that no longer there's, no, there's going to be a cashless society where everything you have, your travel passport to your money, 
to your identity is all in the RFID chip that you will, which will be implanted in you. This has already started, by the way. They've started it first with tattoos, then they moved on, and they actually have people who have these chips in them. Can we really say that the system is broken? To me, it feels like it was doing exactly what it's designed to do. That's what I'm saying. And that's what you said earlier. You made such a profound statement about the founding of what we call the United States of America. Most people don't even realize that there are two constitutions. Let's repeat that again. There are two constitutions. Do your research. And each state has its own constitution. I'll say this much um, in regards to the question itself. Can we really say that it's broken? I, I'm, I'm going to say the answer to your question technically is yes. People can say that it's broken. But what's the point in identifying a problem if you're not going to do what's necessary in order to fix it? Right. So if we can acknowledge that it's broken. If we can acknowledge that change needs to be made. If we can acknowledge that something is not working, why don't we put in the effort to fix it? Now, you, the the answer to that is, you can go. You can dive down as deep as the reflection in the mirror and dealing with yourself. Right, right, right. Asking yourself, okay, what can I do to fix me? What can I do to help my people? What can I do to fix me in order to be in a place where I can help my people? But Chris, how can we help each other? No, 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 no. I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. Go ahead. I like pressure. That's how we make diamonds. Go ahead. How can you? You a fool for that? I love that though. No, you ain't put me on the <laughs> show for no reason. Come on now. <laughs> How can we do for our community when every time we built our own infrastructure, they bombed us on American soil? History is best qualified to reward all research. The same man that they have to build their armies, we could have to build ours. Facts. The thing is, they just seem to have a lot more unity, and we always stop. Yeah, we yeah. always stop at it. We always stop halfway through it. They have the oh, whole word. Yeah, they always yeah. they have the whole unity. Yeah, we just stop at you and I without the ty. <sighs> Bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, hey, brother, we gonna go ahead and we gonna help feed these people. And then we're going to go home and rest our heads thinking that we really did something. The fact of the matter is it's a lot deeper than that. Hey, brother, let's go ahead and slap a Band-Aid on this wound and hope that it makes it better. Oh, man. Nah, it don't work like that. Yes. But we want to go ahead and... Look, we've been dealing with this for over 400 years and that... So let's, let's go as deep as that timeline is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until then... Yeah. I, I'm... As much as I want to help you, my heart goes out to my people. Yeah. But I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself. Help yourself. But I'm willing to give you this. Chris, 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 Chris. We've been duped into viewing each other as the enemy. Most people don't even know that I started cutting hair again. But guess what? I, I, I'm at a barbershop. Haven't been since the pandemic, but I'm at a barbershop. But guess what? Guess what? It's enough for all of us to eat. But the moment I say, I'm better than you, 
It's a problem. Now, there's a difference between, by the way, I'm not better than you in cutting hair, but there's a difference in I'm challenging you to go higher versus I need to degrade you to pump up my own ego. How can we say that the system is truly broken when you have Margaret Sanger who said that black people should not have the ability to reproduce because they're idiots. And the Bush administration praised her as their hero. Or, or, there was a guy who was a doctor who knew President Obama when Obama was president who locked himself out of his house and was breaking into his own home to get his keys, gets arrested and charged with breaking and entering into a home, but it's his. He didn't press charges against himself. But the president, the one who we so-called elect, which we don't elect presidents, but we so-called elect to be our voice for this so-called demon rulership. And he has a cigar with the arresting officer. I'm saying all this because I want to bring about solutions, but I don't have the answers. I want us to discuss as a community the answers to these things. How can we really establish our own independence? Because we are a nation that's in a nation, trapped in a nation. <laughs> See, let me give a little background to myself because when I, when I, when I, all the work that I've done to help people since 2007, let me just say 2007, I've been to Indian reservations. I've been in gang territories. I've been to all, all the United States of America. I've been to every single state. Minus Washington. I've helped with a lot of grassroots works. I've helped with a lot of church organizations. I've helped with a lot of street teams. I've helped with a lot of political things. You see the benefit of it. You see the access of it now with something that I've already had in motion from the first day you met me. We was feeding people before the pandemic. Why do you think the people lining up to come get the food from us? Because they know we be we known in these streets to help these people out. But how can I, as a young black man, help another black person establish their own independence? If we still gang banging over theology and ideology, because you believe in Egyptology and I'm a Christian, I can't be associated with you. Why? Who set that in motion? How can we break that kind of mindset? Why can't homegirl come on here and coon her way through the, through the discussion point to be disrespectful to an alpha black male who's done nothing to show that he deserves to be disrespected? There is one thing that comes to mind that is an infrastructure that was set up by white supremacy that makes you feel so comfortable enough as a black woman to attack a black man. How many fathers 
really want to be fathers to their kids, but they can't because they're on child support and they got visitation hours with a child that they help and they step into the place that I want to be the father, but I don't want to be with you. How many black single moms raise children by themselves because the nigga wasn't nothing? If we we were to take our community into our own land and establish our own government, how would that look like? Because the moment you disagree with somebody, you want to fight and beat them up. But the moment a police officer comes and beat up your sister, your aunt, your grandmother, your, your wife, or your mom, you don't do nothing but press record on the phone. But she got the gall to say America is the greatest country? I'm sorry. I know you're supposed to do the rant because you're the intellectual irritant. I still want to rant. Um, <laughs> I just think we're on two different uh, spectrums in regards to the rants. Okay. Um, Talk to me. I rant. Let's get back on this. Boom. Um, I had to get that off my chest. I had to. I'm a, I'm, I'm going to take what you said. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and spill into the third. Okay. Um, how can blacks establish our own independence and in government structures? Um, fact of the matter is, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to first off say we can. It's it's. I agree. It's, it's I agree. It's possible. I agree. What they what they always break down the word impossible with impossible. Yeah. But that's the thing. So so we're going to go ahead and take. Take away the possible part and go with I'm. To say I'm, which means you're going to have to acknowledge self. Um, and I know I use this reference a lot in all of our episodes and talking about looking in the mirror. And I, and, I, and that's a truthful statement. Metaphorically, and like literally, you literally have to look in the mirror. You have to. And I'm talking about for something other than what you put on your face. I'm not talking about no makeup, which you use to cover up. You can look at that metaphorically. I'm not talking about the outfit that you wear. I'm not talking about the designer that you put on your body. Matter of fact, I'm not talking about the designer that you put on your body that you that you killed your brother to get. Mm. I don't care about Jordans, Jordans, the, the Versace. No, I don't, I'm, like none of that. None of that matters. You can't take none of that with you. Like when you gonna get a Versace coffin? Jordan gonna sponsor your your funeral? No. Like so, why take the lie? Why, why take things from a person? We we put more value on things than we do ourselves, let alone a person. Yeah, yeah. So until we learn to see the value within ourselves, then what I said at first is not possible. But what I'm telling you, it is possible. So stop giving value to these things. Like, these things can just be created. These, these things were created by us. By people. Wow. Wow. So in other words, you're saying what is valued in our community is based upon our perception of what we call valuable. But if we are not the ones feeding our brain, we give things uh, worth instead of giving ourselves worth. We add worth to our we add worth to our body. We yeah. can put things on us and, and yeah, and yeah. Then, oh, because I got a Versace. No, my bad. A Ferragamo belt. Uh-huh. With my Versace shirt tucked in and okay. I got my loafers on my Gucci loafers. Uh-huh. Yeah. My Christian Dior. Yeah, Chris, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. So the reason why I got all this on the outside is because on the inside I'm insecure. Ooh. 
Well, what, if, what, what would you say to the person who likes nice things? The same, the same work, the same work ethic that you had to get those nice things. Teach that to your brother. There we go. That's key. Stop. You, you don't have to look. There's a difference between a hand out and a hand up. The only time Uh-oh. you should ever look down on your brother is if you're picking him up. That's it. Uh oh. We burn the same amount of energy. Oh, I, I worked too hard to have these things. All right, then. The same amount of energy that you have to work hard to get to where you need to be is the same energy that you could have to pick your brother up so that way you're not eating alone. Listen, I love that. But that's going to require you to to utilize your heart. And a lot of a lot of times, the problem is our hearts end up getting cold. And I get that. Yeah. You burn more energy holding on to hurt. Whether it was someone who did it to you. you. Matter of fact, a lot of times we do more damage to ourselves because we hold on to something that's long past its expiration date. Now, you can take that and apply it to whatever you want. I hate to say this. I hate to say this. You don't, but you better say it. <laughs> you know how people say, I don't mean to be disrespectful, hey, but. No offense. No offense, but. This is. If you, as a human being, think that you can achieve something, first look at the obstacles. Second, realize that the op- that part of the obstacle is yourself. See, there's a lot of people who hate to be accountable for their actions. They hate to be accountable for who they are as a human being when they see themselves or when situations come about where they have to where where they have to view themselves and look in the mirror, they often deflect to point the finger at a situation or someone else for how their life is going. By the way, when you were asking about happiness, based upon what the sister said, she automatically took it into personal happiness. Just let me know one one or two things. Something traumatic has happened in her life to where she can no longer self-reflect. Or she has that sickness where the where they called you insane for wanting to 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 it, it I forgot what it's called but it's like you're addicted to the abuser you're addicted Stockholm syndrome you're addicted to the abuse so much that you now have rationalized it as love and care in your heart A.K.A. what you millennials know as a toxic relationship. Thank, thank, thank you for 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 breaking that down to the streets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, had to break down a 2020 entomology. <laughs> now, but who has the the wherewithal or the gall to say that maybe things are toxic in my life because I'm toxic? Because millennials have a a problem with ownership. It's always, oh, well, it's always, I'll get past it. 
Then they get super spiritual. This too shall pass. Weeping in door for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Or they quote some African proverb, which they read from a meme on Facebook because they haven't actually studied what they're saying. And I'm, I'm bringing all these harsh points up because, not just because the sister kind of pissed me off earlier, but because, clearly, yeah, she, she got on my nerves because I, I, I love my people too much for that to happen. I love my people too much for that to go about. Seriously, man, I got a, I got a deep love for my people. I love all people, but I'm, I love my people. We got some issues and we got some things we got to work through. But that's for me to work out with my brothers and sisters in private. That's not for white supremacy to laugh at and point the finger to or say, we ain't going to stop killing y'all until y'all stop killing each other, as if white-on-white crime doesn't exist, and as Asian-on-Asian crime don't, doesn't exist, and et cetera. But anyway, back to my point. Nah, I'm, waiting on <laughs> I, I'm still kind of pissed off. But the fact of the matter is this. If we, I think we can establish our own governmental structure. I think we, I think we had an opportunity in our lifetime to do that, but we missed it because we didn't agree with the theology of this individual. And I'm talking about the honor, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We, because of our difference in theological opinion. We did not garnish a nation when they had, back in the day, they had access to seaports. They were trading with different countries. They had countries wanting to give them money. They were trying to petition the government for us to have our own land set apart from the United States. If we could have supported that, we could have had our own nation. Now, there's a difference between segregation and separation. We're not talking about segregation. We're talking about separation. Let me give an example, a realistic example that's going on right now. The Jews that are on American soil have separation, but they're not segregated. They have their own infrastructure, but they're not segregated from society. We need that. In order to build a foundation for our people, we need to say some things are just for blacks. Some things is just for our community. Some things we need to build a foundation upon. Why does a Floyd Mayweather have an $18 million watch when it takes a million dollars to start a black-owned bank? Literally, he can trade his watch and get the value for it and deliver our entire people from economic slavery. Does he understand that? Bro, listen. Hold on. There's a difference between knowing and understanding. You can know something because someone told you something. Yeah. But do you understand it? Do you comprehend it? So that's why I asked that question. I asked you, does he know that? I'm sure he could read it in a book. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, But does he understand it? Reason why I say that, I'm gonna say this to, to, to I'm, I'm gonna rebuttal you. I, you want to be devil's advocate, so am I. Go ahead. All right, the Jews can be separate. They 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 they're, they're separated, right? Uh huh. But they're not segregated. Yeah. If, if if our people, and that's the thing, this obviously we're in a position 
to be put on a platform where we can provide teaching, knowledge, yeah. comprehension. Yeah. And then and then after they have the knowledge, well, yeah. after they comprehend it, then we can teach them to apply it. Because you do realize it's separate, right? To teach someone some knowledge is one thing, but then to apply it is another. That's why they say knowing is half the battle. But how can we do – so let me ask this, Chris. By going backwards, the same way you applied separation and segregation to okay. Jews, we can go ahead and break down dispersion and disconnection. Ooh. We're dispersed. Yes. Over nations. Yes. There's blacks in every nation. Yes. But we're disconnected. Yes. Through connectivity comes power. But, but they, wait, but wait. Let's 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 go. Let's. I want you to finish your point, but I want you to want you to dive deeper in. We're disconnected in our own cities. I'm aware. We have neighborhood beefs over neighborhoods we don't even own. But go ahead. That's, I'm agreeing with you. No, no, I, no, I, I get it. I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I have to agree with you because what you're saying is true. We have neighborhood beefs. We got <sighs> 1700 block of this, and then the 1835 gang sign. Yeah, y'all are quick to throw up gang signs, but can't learn sign language. Oh, how? <laughs> how sway? How is that possible? People look at me funny because I can speak sign language to my aunts and uncles. Mm. I can converse with the deaf. Mm. How do you do that? The same way you can, mm. if you applied it. They say knowledge is power. Imagine how powerful you'd be if you applied it. Wow. And people are like, wow. oh, you a hater, bro. No, I'm not a hater. It's because I love you that I'm telling you this. Right, 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 right. We got to stop with this victim mentality. So, if you remember, if you if if, if those who are historians, I'm going to chill. Yeah, oh, the rant is coming. I got you on the rant. I'm gonna let you rant, hold. But if we, if we, if we, if we, um, do some research and we study the 400 white riots, right? Okay. Now, mind you, when I say white, let me break down this for the true radio listeners, the true nation. When I say white, I'm not talking about the everyday Caucasian person that you see walking around. I'm talking about the elites that are super evil, super demonic, who want to destroy all of mankind. That actually is a reality. They actually do exist. And they actually, because you got to remember, race is a concept that they created. This is historical. They were the ones who did classifications, black, white, because the poor whites, were being treated just as harsh as the slaves, and they were about to help us with a lot of revolts. So in order to get them, they hired them as slave patrol or the fraternity of police officers, which we now call police. But anyway, that concept was created by them. They've always tried to divide us. But the thing is this. They, they picked an idea that we can't, and you hinted to this early about the impossible and all that. So I'm just doubling back because it, the, the statement you made was so powerful, I think it was overlooked. So I'm bringing it back to the forefront. Okay. You said about unity and how we mark things as impossible, not realizing that if we've done it in the past, it can be done again. Right. Every opportunity can be recreated except time wasted. And 
when you I I have to say this because it's on my mind. I almost feel like the guest on the show was sent to disrupt the order because never in my history of doing radio, and I've been doing radio since 2013. I was doing podcasts before podcast was called podcast. Never had someone sound so scripted. Never had someone be so disrespectful to my pant to my co-host that I had to cut them off the show. You know I got number love for you, right? That's your perspective. I'll be honest with you. I had every right to agree with you or she could very well just be another victim of the reprogramming that we're trying to fight against go deeper so you say you love your people so I operate in the grace and mercy that you was given I'm not going to slap you just because you bit the hand that's trying to feed you I'll just try again but but Johnson Johnson what's your function (laughs) Let me learn you something. <laughs> but nah, but for real though. She she obviously she's knowledgeable in what she no, knows. No 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 see 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 this is what I I am so this is why I love you as a co host. This is why I love you as a man, son, because you know how to disagree respectfully. And I'm and I'm gonna disagree with your recent right. statement because of this. For someone to be in the political, the geopolitical arena, as high as she was, you know, because you are given the information. I know this from experience because my department, in which I worked for when I was a part of the CIA, used to hand this type of information over to people like her who would speak in public affairs things and etc. Whether it was small business affairs or geopolitical avenues or affairs or whatever affected or speeches or things or information you were actually allowed to say to the population because you wasn't just allowed to just go and speak your mind. You were given what to speak. I know for a fact that this individual, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, she did an interview where she talked about feminism. She talked about Margaret Sanger and how there was a plan to destroy the black seeds. Yet you come here and you say that America is the greatest country in the world. And you base that on you traveling as a political figure to these other countries. I have love and respect for all my people, especially my dear sister who was lost. However, I cannot have a constructive conversation with you if off the bat you show me that you're not going to be respectful of anything that doesn't go your way. As a man, first of all, men 
we know for a fact that we quick to swing or, or shoot each other. I mean, we quick to just get it done. Real men, anyway. We don't handle disrespectful disrespect very well. However, when someone is disagreeing with us and they're doing it from a respectful place, we don't disrespect that person. We sit down and listen. Man, you have disagreements a lot. Doesn't mean that I'm coming against you or that you're my enemy. I can learn from you. You can learn from me. But the moment I start being disrespectful, the moment you start being disrespectful, where can I show you grace and mercy when I've already shown you grace and mercy by the fact that I'm respectfully coming to you with a disagreement? By teaching. Can you blame a fish for not knowing how to fly? Can you blame a bird for not knowing how to swim? But it's not their nature to do that. But you understand that. Do they understand that if they were taught that? If they were brought out of their comfort zone, let's just be honest. But see, we were but, taken out of our comfort zone. Right. But see, you also got to remember, birds and fish have a certain percentage of intelligence. There's a reason why we're the gods of this earth. So then are we to blame for asking her questions outside of her intelligence? No, we're not to blame. We are, however, we, we, I was hoping that the, the tone and the vibration from her spirit would be open to the dialogue to receive if there is a disagreement. But the moment you block, in other words, let me just say it street terminology. I'm tired of leading niggas to water if they really don't want to drink. And why wasn't it our job to ask if they were hungry? Because the topic at the context at hand is there's water here. Mm-hmm. The only reason why you would bring up water is if you're thirsty. We're not talking about food. The only reason you would come to the water. We brought up the water. The only reason you would come to the water is if you're thirsty. But if you've also been trained to be a puppet, and we're and we asking her to speak on her own terms, we're asking her to step outside of her comfort zone. So we're asking Chucky <laughs> to give you a hug instead of To give you. you a hug instead of stab you. Oh, my. That's the point I'm getting at. Listen. The same way I'm going, I'm going against the grain. <laughs> bobber to bobber. <laughs> The same way way I'm going against the grain. Yeah. I guess I'm asking people, more or less telling people that you need to go against your own grain. But see, as a man, I respect what you just said. Even to me. Let me say why. Going against the grain part? No, no. Even before that. Oh, I was about to say, you only do that with white people. (laughs) No, no. no. And I'm I'm cutting you off deliberately because I want to make this known. Because, again, I said I'm not perfect. Now, you challenged me on an aspect of handling the situation. Sure, sure. You're going to do what you want to do. I just No, 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 no. no. Let, let, let's, let's not ease the cushion. Because this is a moment where the fans can, can see our transparency here. Okay. And I want them to see it. I could have kept it on. I could have allowed the show to continue with her on it and had the dialogue and discussion. That'd have been going against your green. The show show. But that would have been against my nature as one who cares about making sure that my people are not disinformed. However, 
it could have been a moment where I could have used the wisdom that I had to guide her into enlightenment or the boldness to speak out against that which she knows to be true. Because if you study critical thinking, the first thing it te- one of the foundations it teaches is when you are presented with truthful information that goes against your current mindset, you must be able to throw away your mindset and analyze the truth. That's what I'm doing right now with what you said. I'm realizing that I could have guided the sister into actual dialogue. And I was, I, I, honestly, I was trying, but I, I didn't like the the underlying tone of disrespect that I was feeling on the other side of her voice because it was as if don't question me, you are beneath me kind of mindset. Oh, I didn't know the show was about that. If I was to post on Instagram the email That was sent. That was the strike one. You didn't even let the host of a show, Miss Public Affairs, Miss Leading People to the Better Them, Miss. You didn't even let the co-host. You didn't even let the host of the show set up the show without you interjecting. That's one. That lets me know that you were coming on to the show thinking you were already above that which you are currently in. You felt like you were above and we were beneath because you interjected because something didn't seem your way. When in all actuality, I was trying to guide the people into a dialogue about how people like Bill get how how, how getting access to currency can change the direction of an entire nation because Bill Gates is not a doctor and he's not a political figure, but yet he has his hands in both because he got that money. And if we as a people can collectively present our money together, we could do the same thing. That's what I was trying to guide the show into today. But I can't do that without, because as a master teacher, you have to be able to guide step by step unto that which enlightens. You cannot just give the answer. You have to show the work. So, yes, I agree with you, Christopher J., Mr. Co-host, Mr. I'm Him, a.k.a. I agree a thousand percent. I could have handled that better. But how can, but how can I, in my nature, as you, you say. But you did what most people can't do. What was that? Stay true to yourself. Wow. So uh, that's why. Look, I, wow. I I let this runner off like water on duck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Now a, I'm willing to lead anyone to water unless you are 300 pounds. Stop. We're not. No. No. Stop. If you are over 300 pounds, back to books and business. If you need someone that can help you lose those 300 pounds. Hit my DMs. I can I can point you to the. You let me know your location. I can point you in the right direction of a personal trainer that is willing to help you. 
Okay, <sighs> unless you want to be three hundred pounds, then I can point you in the right direction to a couple of well, catering services, uh, whatever you want. If you need it, I'll do my best to provide it. And I feel like we as a people should operate more like that. Currency, what is it? How can it change? Something. Can we establish our own? I want you to go on your rant, then I want you to dive into that question. That question is going to cause a rant for itself. The thing is, we have the ability to make so much money. Yeah. And that, again, that's one of the things this country is built on is money. We can work, 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 work. The thing is, everybody has a what. Like, like a what? You, you, are, you are a trash man. You work for the state. You work for the county. If you were blessed enough to have had your parents pay for you to get your CNA certification and you got a medical job and you work your way up to nursing school, everybody has a what? Shoot, even if you slinging the yeah, the smack, the mm-mm-mm. Campbell's soup, whatever it is that you, whatever it is that you <laughs> Did you just say Campbell's soup? It's delicious. Okay, go ahead. But we can make money. But what is your why? Mm. If your why is to have a pair of shoes that the next nigga don't. Mm. If your why is to try to buy something mm. and have something, that's crazy that we're we willing to buy something so that we can have something or someone. Instead of like I don't y'all are too busy eating the fruit out of greed that you don't see the value in the seed that's inside of the fruit. Yeah. That you can replant. See, what's crazy is we living in a society where we posting memes and sharing uh uh posts on social media, especially if they're like pictures of like old people, old right. couples like seventy, eighty years. Let me tell you something. You wanna know what's be- you wanna know what's beautiful about longevity? is that they fought for the connectivity through oppression. Wow. Financial issues. Wow. Do you know what it was to be able to come home? You, you had to, So for black men back then, they had to leave, fight racism, oppression, still work 40 hours a week, and every day come home and still have to do what's necessary in order to have a relationship. Mm. Y'all too busy talking about, oh, my God, my partner... He or she liked the picture on Instagram. I gotta end it because he don't respect me. Wow! Y'all ending y'all ending relationships on some of the dumbest stuff. Right? But y'all like I can't wait to have something like my granddad and grand. Y'all, y'all don't got the work ethic for it. Right, right, and right. In the fraction of a work ethic that you have, you spend your check on something stupid. There's plenty of value out there. There's plenty of worth out there. It's a matter of what are you applying it to. You're not applying it. I'm not even going to sit here. Before I expect you to apply work to your fellow brother or sister, let's start with step one. How about you try applying it to yourself first? Because if you applied it to yourself, you wouldn't be half, you wouldn't be in half the toxic stuff or dealing with half the toxic stuff you're dealing with. Relationships, buying dumb stuff. Like, y'all are more worried about having every Jordan shoe then you are increasing your credit score. Mm. <laughs> mm. And then and then get dumped down or rejected and then want to blame 
everyone else but yourself. <sighs> and I can I can sit here and go on a rant about relationships, the whole nine yards, and you blame every person you've been with and how they was toxic, but you never tend tend it to the person in the mirror. Can we talk about how toxic our relationship is with this political society? That's what I felt too. We're not knowledgeable of what's going on in society because we ain't knowledgeable of what's going on within ourselves. Ye- whoa, whoa, yes. When's the, I tell you what? Uh-huh. When? When's the last time? I tell you. I tell you. I tell you what. Before you go onto your Safari browser on your iPad, Apple phone, your internet browser on your Android, mm-hmm. it sucks if you got that, but. Uh, when's the last time you actually went to go search whether or not your address was updated so you can go get go ahead and get the electoral ballot sent to your uh, your address? Mm. Is your address up to date? Mm. Or you still got your mama's address? You got your own place. See, these are a lot of questions that we just don't want to ask ourselves. To get a line, <laughs> to get a line with society, we shouldn't be commenting on society. We, hey yo, we, if you stop. living in your mama house and you forty. All you got is your opinion. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Wow. Knowledge ain't free. It does require you to pay something that a lot of niggas don't got. Mm. Attention. Mm. So if you pay attention to what's going on in society, you, you as a black man can make a change. Yes, and sir. I'm not saying, and I'm here, let's, let me put a disclaimer. Yes, sir. I'm not saying this as a, oh, he's just trying to batter us. No. I'm trying to make you better, not batter you. I'm bettering you, not battering you. Preach, sir. Accountability only sounds like an attack. I'm sorry, truth sounds like an attack if you don't have accountability. I'm sorry. Um, truth is only controversial in a society that's governed by lies. Continue. Because it does involve the truth. And there's a difference between their truth and the truth. Mm. So, mm. <sighs> listen, the guest on the show, she started to be high, has irritated me enough that we had to just talk from the heart tonight. I've been getting messages and, and, and from people like Coach Stokes, who's a boxing coach. Partnering businesses that want to chime in for me to promote their business and partner other podcasts and, and radio shows. I want to partner. There's just so much going on that I am going to make sure that the next time we have a guest on the show, they understand not to be disrespectful. I don't care if you disagree. I don't care if you have a different viewpoint. That's not. I care nothing about that because that's the point of having the discussion. However, you have to be respectful with it because we don't have time to argue with each other and bicker and fight with each other because whether people realize it or not, this pandemic, whether you feel like the virus is real or not, whether you feel like it was man-made or it's an act of God or whatever, whatever you feel, this pandemic 
is ushering in a wave of monitoring and surveillance that is in movies. You do realize that Hollywood has a contract with the CIA. Let me be more specific. Even Disney has a contract with the CIA to put certain programming on their TV shows and movies that desensitize you because you watch it over and over again that when it happens in real life, you don't respond the way you should. The fact that your president can go on there and say that he's going to use military force to go house to house to give you a vaccination, that should alert you. The fact that you wasn't allowed to go out your house, which, by the way, black people are used to curfew you anyway. But can I chime in on the movie tip? Yeah. Um, for all the true nation, for anyone listening, um, go check out the movie Equilibrium, mm. uh, starring Christian Bale. Mm. About two thousand two for millennials, so you might have gotta go back you know, check out your Netflix account. I got to download it illegally. It's what y'all used to doing anyway. Um, mm. uh, but the entomology of the word equilibrium is a state in which opposing forces or influences are balanced. Yes, sir. So if they can find a way to give you equilibrium, even if it is to inject it into you, which you will understand the reference there by watching the movie. Yes, sir you'll see how they can alleviate any opposing forces or influences. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, check that out. Check it out. And then, maybe, just maybe, you'll have more of an understanding as to what I'm talking about. Dude, I'm not going to spoil the movie. I was about to go on. I like to type rants about the movie. I was going to go on a rant, but I'm not going to go on a rant about the movie. Um, but go check out the movie, Equilibrium. Yeah. Yeah. got Christian Bale in it. Yeah. Uh, we've got some awesome action and fight scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like I said, check it out. Uh, check it out. Yeah, um, and y'all might have a better understanding. <sighs> I think I'm done. Kind of my feelings. You, you think? I, I am too. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? I've been in my feelings. I'm just kind of my feelings. I want every... If you are a part of Two Nation, I want you to go to... What's her name? Something the bone. Sherry Lynn. Sherry Lynn. Sherry Lynn LeBone. LeBone. I want you to go to all her social medias, and I want you to tell her to stop cooning. Or you can tell her how you feel. That's kind of, yeah, that, that works too. <sighs> Listen. The next show, we're going to have a heavy hitter. On the show again. What a name, you I'll let you know in oh, private. We're going to have another heavy hitter that's not a coon. That's going to get things done. But I'm sorry that y'all had to listen to us rant today, be, tonight, because the guest on the show pissed us off. I'm going to just say this. If you out here talking about what Jesus would do and all these things, but you're not doing it. Mm. Just mm. what'd you say? Go ahead and do what those three hundred pounders would do, and 
No, ice yourself. But no, but for real though, stop, stop being out here preaching about, stop talking about stuff. Stop, Go to stop. your nearest Walmart and get you a book and learn how to read. See how it's less like offensive. <laughs> less offensive. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to do something special for the fans. I want, I want us to have a show where we talk to the fans for most of the show. That'd be sweet. And can I can I get the topic? Yes. All right, we'll let you know what the topic is when we figure it out. But and <laughs> whoever is the tenth caller on the show, is it ninety-two Q? Gets to Amazon. Unless unless you stink and you need a bed, bath, and beyond, or bath and body works gift card. Listen, we out. We gonna end the show like this. We gonna call this. Show. We gonna rename the whole show tonight's show to. Why did you have to coon? Aside from all that, a uh, quick shout out to my auntie Sharon. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Sharon! Ooh. Happy, happy birthday, Sharon! Happy Shaven. birthday to Happy birthday! Hey, I love you, Aunt Sharon. I actually call her Auntie Mom because she um she definitely uh happy birthday. She's like a motherly figure. Not, not having, have, not having my have one of the greatest hearts yeah. in the world, yo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's for the people, yeah, yeah super one of the greatest hearts in the world, yo. Yeah, <laughs> I love you, woo, 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 woo. Ladies and gentlemen, those that are watching on Instagram Live, uh, by the way, True Nation on YouTube and all that, we are out. We will see you next show. I am going to post the next show's topic tomorrow, along with everything that lines up. I want you guys to call in. Me and Chris are going to strategize to, to, to engage with you all and all that great stuff. Until next time, people. Bye-bye. Say bye. Now, to Instagram Live. Oh, hey, y'all.